please, please go paperless. Go paperless. Uh, yes. <laughs> we would yes. really appreciate it. Yeah. Just and you can save money on the, uh, the on the transfer funds, right? Oh, uh, yes. for for the online payments that's as correct. well. That's, so that's, that's why. And and we we're not even requiring it. You right. can you can no fee, and you still want paper. Uh, we're not requiring it. I don't, I don't believe our service provider will allow that mm -hmm. uh, tit for tat. Right. Uh, but we would ask you, you know, in repayment of us eliminating the ACH fee, you for pay on For town and schools. For town and school, the yep. student activities. <laughs> yes. All right, Steve Sherlock here for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio, anywhere on the internet at WFPR.FM, and in the local Franklin Mass area dial, FM dial at 102.9, here in studio today to talk some Franklin budgetary terms, financial terms, with Treasurer Collector Kerry Bertoni. Kerry, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you, Steve. And controller, Chris Sandini. Chris, thank you. Thanks, Steve. Good to be here. I'm looking forward to this. I've, I've spent... 15 plus years listening to meetings, listening to the budgets, and there's been some questions along the way that have been, if you will, frequently asked. So I want to try and take the turn, time today to try and address some of those terms and hopefully make some better sense for some of the folks listening so that sure. they'll be able to understand when you say whatever the terms are as we go through this going forward. Sure, sure. So in a, in a typical day, just very quickly, what does a controller do? <laughs> well, basically, we uh, oversee the entire financial process, not just as controller, but as finance director. It's actually a dual title. Okay. Uh, the finance department consists of the assessors, the treasurers, the collectors, uh, procurement, um, uh, accounting and payroll mm -hmm. are basically the departments that are under the finance umbrella. Anything that processes the dollar in that realm. That, that's correct. So, you know, on a daily basis, I'm approving uh, various purchase orders. On a weekly basis, uh, I'm approving what we call a warrant. Yes. which contains both, uh, there's one for payroll and there's also one for, uh, um, you know, vendors mm -hmm. as well. Uh, uh, the comptroller's office uh, produces those and payroll produces those and then they're sent to the treasurer collector uh, for uh, payment, right. so to speak. And yep. she processes them from there in her department. Yeah. So your typical day would be somewhat similar, but obviously yep. much more focused on the payment side of it. Yes, and the collector is uh, so sorely focused on the payments coming in based on the warrants that were committed to me by the DPW uh, director big, and big volume. the assessor. Yep. Right. Um, so the property taxes and, and personal property, and then we also, from the assessors, the motor vehicle. So on a daily basis, we're taking in payments from uh, residents from different forms, as you know, online, mail. Mm -hmm. And then we also have the departments. They do their turnovers to us, and they have to uh, turn over the funds to the treasurer, and then they also provide that information to the comptroller's office. And that's where we kind of do a check and balance. Right. From there, and then on the treasurer side, that's a whole—that's the investment of the funds, the money that we're taking in, and the borrowing, and more so on preparing uh, the budget. You know, that's more on the treasurer. The board of assessors are a key component as well. They they do the valuations on which the tax bills are based upon. Right. So they have a very important job in in doing that. Mm -hmm. and so it actually is comprised of three deputies and uh, the uh, uh, chief assessor right. as well. So they they're very busy. It's a, a fairly large town. Uh, so there are a lot of properties. Yeah, uh, it do. was it was one of the first things I tried to do. Well, I did. I was anticipating clearly in my retirement I was going to spend more time talking to the different, going to different meetings on the board of assessors. A Thursday at ten o'clock, I went to the first meeting. There was fifteen minutes of a public portion, and the rest was executive session. Respectfully so, because they were dealing with the different abatement issues, That's et cetera. Yeah. So, from my perspective, spending time to go for fifteen minute 
public portion right. didn't make right. a whole lot of right. sense. Right. 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 But yet, to your point, that's where those business decisions yeah. on the town's behalf between the residents and or businesses, from the assessor's perspective, are dealt with appropriately. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, do you want to go into the budget process? Yeah, the to, budget to cycle will refer to for the listeners. The, the there's a budget process map, uh, process flow. We'll sh include the links in the show notes. Uh, it's also off the Town of Franklin budget page. But yeah, it starts as I understand. Certainly in uh, well, it depends upon where you consider the start point too. Yeah, ba basically the budget starts a full six or seven months uh, prior to the start of the budget year and continues all the way for a whole year before it's finalized. Right. So we we begin in December and we end in December. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, uh, basically that's how it goes. Uh, and it starts with us requesting from departments, all the departments in town, uh, to provide us with what they their needs are going to be, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a full six seven months sure. ahead of time. Yeah. So as you can guess, uh, the, there is a lot of estimates. They're refined throughout the process. So we send out our request and get get the budget documents in from mm -hmm. each department, and then we sit down with each department. Uh, there's a team of myself, mm -hmm. Carrie. Uh, the HR director, Karen Bratt, Jamie, uh, and the assistant to the town administrator, Alicia, mm -hmm. yep. uh, all sit down individually with each department head at least once, right. and sometimes more than once. Yeah, depending upon the fluidity or dynamics sure. or whatever's going on. Yes, yeah. and so after uh, we're fairly certain in what uh, you know, uh, and and at this point, we have no idea what our revenues are. Right. Uh, it, it's a it's um, a big guessing game mm -hmm. at that point. So we we try and keep things uh, as conservative as possible. Obviously, mm -hmm. you don't want to uh, bite off something that uh, you know you're not going to be able to afford. Sure. So, so that's part of our betting process. Right. Right. Um, it, you know, after that, it uh, it, it goes before uh, FinCom. Uh, in the meantime, we're all sitting down without the department heads and discussing uh, uh, strategies, what we want to do, mm -hmm. what we see, whether we want to combine a department, whether we want to bust out another uh, department and make them two separate ones mm -hmm. for certain reasons. So right. all of that is uh, vetted. You know, um, you know, typically uh, January, February, March. Mm -hmm. um, now we're at the point where um, we we're, we're fairly certain on our estimates. Yeah. Well, we're not certain. On, we're, <laughs> you're, we're not certain you're, on you're closer anything, to but, them, but we're closer uh, yeah. uh, to it to the point where we can have uh, the finance committee and then the town council uh, approve a preliminary budget mm -hmm. uh, in May. Right. Um, the key advantage um, to working in a place like Franklin and, and producing a budget in Franklin is the uh, legal authority, which is the town council meets every two weeks. Yes. I don't know if you've ever been part of town meeting. I um, have not. But no. you, you count your blessings. <laughs> I've heard a lot of horror stories about it. There are some benefits to it, but certainly in a smaller community, you may work a little bit better. But even then, the timing, I think, is the key point there. You only got that one Correct. once a year. Correct. to make an adjustment. Yeah, you, basically, usually they'll have two. They'll have a special town meeting in the fall, which is to true up to, everything. To true up stuff. When, um, but you're you're right, you're exactly right. Um, uh, you, you just can't go back and say you know, we got to have another town meeting because this mm -hmm. uh, this doesn't make sense or what yeah. have you. Yeah. So um, th so the preliminary budget, while it's set, you know, uh, and voted on in May and is effective as of July one. Right. Um, we, you know, we'll go into August. We'll go into September. We produce uh, um, revenue reports mm -hmm. on how we're doing, and we have estimates sure. for for our local receipts portion of it, yep. the tax 
The tax portion of it, we know what we're going to get. That's that's the one that's the most certain. Sure. Um, state aid is a guessing game. Yeah. Uh, um, now, at this point, just today, we had the governor's budget. Governor usually comes out first. Yeah. Uh, uh, ways and Senate Ways and Means, uh, House, uh, then reconciliation, mm-hmm. and we don't get finalized. Uh, numbers from the state till well well into the year. Yeah. So that's that's sometimes as early as August, but sometimes as late as September or October. That's that's <laughs> correct. It depends upon what's going on yeah, there. Yeah, that's correct. And yeah. and a lot of it is politics at mm-hmm. the at the state level. Right. And you can see the governor's got his uh, key priorities, and and obviously you've got mm-hmm. uh, two different parties here, which is a dynamic that is ba- basically part of Massachusetts, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's it's historically been that way sure. um, for whatever reason. So they both have their priorities, and it's yeah. worked out. And, and as yeah, you said, and not just Yeah, not just on the party side, but then you have the House differing from the Senate in many cases, line correct. item by line item. So that's where the reconciliation, they may agree or come close to agreeing on the total. But there's a heck of a lot of differences in between. There sure is, yeah, yeah. So, so again, it's just an estimate. Uh, local receipts, which is consists, uh, the majority of it is motor vehicle excise. Mm-hmm. But there's all also uh, interest income and other items. Those are permits, uh, meals, passports, yeah. Yeah. all those other kind that's of daily correct. type transactions. Right. That's yeah. that's correct. Yes. So taxes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And but, there was a change while we're at it in terms of kind of even the kind of the hotel revenue. Obviously, the hotels, based on the pandemic, their occupancy went way down. Mm-hmm. Hence, our percents of that also went way down. Yes. So that process was just adjusted, as I recall. So FinCom in town agreed in their principle that the funds from the hotel would flow into general operating funds as opposed to in the open space account. Um, not open space, but they would generally fought, they were used for roads. Roads, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. and and they were voted for roads. They were okay. voted out for roads. Yep. That's correct. Yep. So that's called the earmarking. It's kind sure. of an informal process mm-hmm. because there's no special account the money goes into. No. It's just an appropriation is made uh, that equals the amount that we're estimated to receive for mm-hmm. that particular year. Right. But those are local receipts. Local, re- local receipts is probably the lowest uh, of the. Uh, well, I know it is. You got your property in terms taxes, of the revenue obviously. expenses, right? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and your state revenue. So both of those are fairly solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing with um, property taxes is the one big unknown is new growth. Yes. Uh, and so might as well talk about new growth. Uh, new growth is just simply what it sounds like. It's yep. anything, new, any new buildings. It's not the appreciation of houses. No. It's if they put a new shed. Uh, so additions it, to renovations that's, to... That's correct. Right. And or net new buildings. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, the, um, it was surprising during the pandemic. Um, it went way down. New growth was down. Uh, no. Well, during the pandemic, during the yes. pandemic. But they were, why, people why were home because people were home and they were making uh, offices and yes. renovating a lot of and, renovations. And the interest rates were low, and they were refinancing, right. and they were doing improvements to their home. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that that's why. And now, but now we're seeing it. We now, saw a now now we're yeah. seeing a, a bit of a decrease. Yeah, and now the supply the chain issues have also kicked in. So even sure. if somebody did want to, they just can't yes. get it because of. The That's board correct. lumber is not available, or a particular parts not available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So that's that part is variable, but the rest of the property taxes were limited by Proposition Two and a Half. Correct. Um, which simply means that our total overall tax levy, with a few exceptions, can't go above two and a half percent of the mm-hmm. previous years on what we raised. Right. So that one's pretty solid, but the new growth piece um, it, it comes in as late as November. Uh, so that one's a big question mark, mm-hmm. and that's always one that you want to wait for. Sure. Um, when we finally do get to, uh, you know, so we're uh, we're looking at this stuff. You know, that's how the bro- budget process continues. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so we we'll get to the new year. We're into the new year already, and we'll get into you know October, and we'll be looking at how revenues came in November. We're looking at not only. Uh, our local receipts, but we're also looking at water, uh, sewer, 
uh, trash charges as mm-hmm. well to see whether those but whether the, sure. the fees are enough to support uh, what the budget is that we have. We only have two choices. We you know we have to raise raise more fees or cut the budget. Cut, so cut some we'll services. Do, we usually will yeah. we'll usually do a combination of both if, if we find it. And I recall it was not that long. I think even in one of the pandemic years, there was effectively kind of a hold on some of the hiring that had already been approved in the budget because as we were getting into that early third quarter calendar year, but first quarter of the fiscal year, some of the receipts were not necessarily aligning properly. So we just said, or the town just said, let's let's hold off just a little bit and make sure. So well, this past year, uh, we actually cut the budget in November 400 something thousand dollars because we got to balance it right and the the revenues weren't coming in new growth wasn't as high as uh, we thought it was um, and so forth so Mm -hmm. then we finally get there's a meeting in November uh, where we uh, true it all up um, and then the tax rate is set usually uh, at early, the following early December yeah following meeting or two depending upon yeah and and by the tax rate being set uh, um, that process and the budget process is complete when the Department of Revenue sends Accepts us back uh, <laughs> an approved budget in the form of what's called a recap. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that ties everything together. They effectively check your math. Uh, they, they do. They do. <laughs> and not only the math, but they also want to see that your estimates are appropriate. Right. Uh, they don't want The you... narrative says, oh, okay, that sounds right, as opposed to where did that number come from? kind of a Karnak thing Correct. and just pulling it out of that. Yeah, because what will happen is you're, you're limited by two and a half. Um, so, um, you know, the tendency is you want to, you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you do? You, you raise your estimates about right. what uh, are realistic. Sure. And, and at that point, the Department of Revenue will come back and mm-hmm. say, you know, uh, we don't think this is, you know, cut your budget. Right. You know, you don't want that to happen. Sure. So, um, you know, prudent, prudency, you, you want, mm-hmm. you want that, uh, you want those estimates to come in. Uh, um, uh, you want the actuals to come in over what you're estimating. You never want it the other way around. There's sure. something called the revenue deficit, which the DOR just does not appreciate. <laughs> They'll let no. you get away with that once, and you're right. not going to get away with it again. They'll they they will have a fine tooth comb the mm-hmm. next the next time it comes around. So uh, you know, and and you don't want to be wrong anyway. You know, no. uh, it's just uh, uh, you know you want to you want to be conservative in what you budget and and you know what you estimate you is going to come in mm-hmm. so you you know that's the way that that you stay out of trouble yeah and basically. i think a good way to measure that at least from my outside view is a concept called free cash because um, while we know at least i know jeff nutting has always said free cash is neither free nor cash but it's really an accounting mechanism to the extent that to your point if the revenues as budgeted come in more Sure. Then that's an excess and it bumps into free cash. And if our expenses as budgeted come in less, that's also an extra that goes into the free cash bucket. And yes. then DOR has to validate that. Yes. That's correct. Which then sometimes October, De- no, more December, I think, January, they start saying, yeah, that's okay. Then that becomes our capital planning process because that can really can only be used as a one time fee. Yeah. or one-time use. Uh, it's not something you really can put back into the operating budget. Uh, otherwise, you'd run into revenue issues. That, that In the following year, yes, when you don't have that, that's mm-hmm. correct, because now it's now it's built into the budget, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a policy decision. It's right. a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't have the money. You, you don't buy the equipment, mm-hmm. you know, um, and uh, so that that is just a policy decision, but it, uh, it is one of those conservative principles principles that mm-hmm. uh, one of the many things about Franklin I enjoy um, you know uh, uh, J- uh, uh, Jeff really uh, was a conservative person when mm-hmm. physically conservative sure. and, and uh, that's carried over obviously with Jamie mm-hmm. um, and it, 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 it's just a pleasure working at some place that that recognizes that mm-hmm. that you know you, you only spend what you need to spend correct um, and as far as free cash, um, I want to say the department's returned 1.6 million 
uh, to our uh, to our fund balance mm-hmm. uh, that they did not use um, uh, uh, last year, um, and that was due. We had the pandemic, and so we were afraid that revenues weren't mm-hmm. you know were going to tank, and so we just directed all departments, and the departments that were great, and yep. that that's why we had free cash at the end of the year. Sure. The other the other part of that is our revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we estimate conservatively they come in over any mm-hmm. access also contributes to free cash correct so um, it, uh, both both those factors um, if either of those factors we do it wrong uh, is when you won't mm-hmm. have free cash and there is actually such a thing as negative free cash yeah so, and uh, at least and in, you don't want that yeah no in <laughs> my 15 years I think we've been as low as about a million and as high I want to say as four um, but even on a percent, so if you consider f- free cash total as a percent of our budget, it's minimal, yes. and thereby right. it's accurate because right. you are forecasting, whether conservatively or otherwise, you're Correct. forecasting close to what is coming through. Sure, sure. And that's the same, obviously, with retained earnings because right. we have a separate water, sewer, and trash enterprise yeah. fund. Correct. And those as well, um, same same. Thing. If our revenues come in over what we've estimated and we spend under what we've estimated, mm-hmm. then uh, we'll contribute. We'll have good retained earnings as right. well. Yeah. So. And the retained earnings, those are kind of the utility fees that are user-based. So we've got uh, water, sewer, trash. Correct. And we just added stormwater. We will be adding stormwater starting in July of uh, next year. Right, July uh, 24. Yes. Th- that's correct. So July of 23, but FY 24. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's correct. And yeah. that'll be a new uh, enterprise fund. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it, it'll just be added to the bills. It'll be mm-hmm. on their, uh, uh, their, their basic utility bills with the other three. Correct. Uh, yeah, and that's where the term, I think, was retained earnings. So if we have plus or minus within that funding, whether it's water, sewer, et cetera, that's, that's where the retained earnings. That I think we have a policy on that to keep a minimum balance in there that's on correct. one hand. That's um, but then to use some of that retained earnings for capital for that account. Yes, that's that's right. Um, if you look at any private utility, they they have a rate stabilization fund. You mm-hmm. want to buffer, right? You don't you don't want to be raising rates, lowering rates. At, right. So you you want this buffer that then can then can be used if mm-hmm. you find that you're running a little short during the year. Right. Once the Department of Revenue has approved those those uh, funds, uh, certified them, then they can be also be used. I think a couple of years ago. Um, uh, uh, they were used for because the trash, because of uh, yes, because of uh, China the and, China and uh, recyclables. Yep. Uh, yeah. We appropriated some retained earnings to to help uh, offset mm-hmm. uh, an increase, right. if you will. Yeah. So um, you know, the, the things like that are variable, especially the, the trash. Sure. I mean, right right now, uh, our budget for trash that they're going to approve at the council is actually less than the previous year. Mm-hmm. Um, that could change, though. So you know, you, know, you never know. Right. Uh, they stop taking recyclables again they, 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 uh, or other factors in water or sewer mm-hmm. um, come into play. Uh, then, then again, you you want that money in the bank, so that so to speak, so that you can you know uh, uh, run run the utility the way the utility should be run. Sure. So, yeah. So. And just on a side note for the listeners, so there's two reasons to tune into the FinCom meetings to find out some of the details, because clearly that's where the discussion is. To your point, where you had in terms of the budget prepara- preparation, those discussions with the department. Those discussions are also held in the public forum with the FinCom asking similar questions around where are the cost drivers, what new things here, new people, are your resources okay? And that's where you get into, okay, what else is going on in recycling for one, uh, in whatever, like sewer, I believe, is going to have the uh, Beaver Street interceptor in that. That's correct. So there's there's a lot of details in there, and Mm -hmm. it all comes out as, you know, a sewer fee, a water fee, and... The devil's in the details, right. and pay attention to find out what's going on. Right. right. Uh, to segue into, uh, you know, so one more thing with free cash is, um, so 
for example, we we purchased the Maple Hill land. Correct. Um, so, and there was a borrowing authorization. Well, we haven't borrowed any money for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, the the funds that the treasurer has on hand. She's taking in taxes right. and and so forth. Uh, she the, has enough. The cash till drawer, that, that's metaphorically fee- so, speaking. So, so I, you know, I came to Carrie and said, can you float me three, <laughs> three million dollars? He said, sure. <laughs> it's kind of like the old stories, right? Hey, right. I'll pay you exactly. tomorrow. Yeah. But but if we don't cover that deficit at June 30th, sure. and this is the bane of her existence right now, uh, they'll hit our free cash for that. Sure. So if we did nothing for the Maple Hill land and went through June 30th, 30th, then uh, um, they would hit our uh, Mm -hmm. free cash for $3 million. And I know of a few cities and towns that they just had people that weren't very competent working for them, and they actually forgot Uh to cover very large deficits. Uh, They call them interfund transfers. Yes. And you have to cover that by June 30th. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about the borrowing. Sure, and, I can. And I can talk about the. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I can segue into it. But one of the things I think is really important is this is reviewed by the finance team mm-hmm. every well by you every day, me yeah. every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we meet with Jamie weekly. So it's very sure. important that we don't just wait for the budget. No. Um, this is constantly being yeah, that's right. monitored yeah. and, and whatnot. In, in my bi-monthly talks with Jamie on Talk Franklin, he talks about the budget as being an ever-ending cycle. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> truly, yeah. even last year still has some replications into this year, as we've talked about. and. The adjustments, the monitoring of where are we, kind of the pulse checks, what's going on, is this okay? Mm-hmm. That's that's ongoing. That's never ending. And and honestly, you know, I'm reporting on a past year. We're in a current year, and we're figuring planning out a for budget a future for a future year. year. Yeah. And sometimes you just can't keep up straight. You're like, wait a minute, what year am I in now? You know, yeah. because uh, you, you, I yeah. have to write it down. Yeah, <laughs> sticky notes. And that that's one of the points of confusion sometimes because. It's a calendar year that goes January sure. December, and the fiscal year goes July to June. Correct. So you know, even even we were right talking about you know, January July twenty three is fiscal twenty four. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So there's <laughs> yeah. There is. So it's an um, opportunity to pay attention. And oh, you're, did you mean that? Yeah, <laughs> oh yes, yes, right. I did. Oh right. no, right. no, right. let me come back. <laughs> Wrong year. <Yes. laughs> so, so we have to. So right now, I'm in the process of preparing to borrow the money for the Maple Hill land that we purchased. So correct. I work with a financial advisor, which is Unibank, mm-hmm. as well as Bond Council. Right. Um, again. These are the people that make sure that we are doing everything that Department of Revenue and, you know, we're doing everything that uh, correctly and uh, Bond Council reviews the resolutions that the town uh, council has approved them, the FinCom has approved mm-hmm. them. Words so are specific. Exactly. So there's a lot of uh, scrutiny and making sure that we've done all that. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do now is we're actually going to borrow, permanently borrow for that Previously, we had spoken about this borrowing, and we were going to do a temporary borrowing. That's what a ban is, B-A-N. A ban is a temporary it's a borrowing. It's a bond against a note, so it would have been ah, temporary. Okay. And we were working because the interest rates and what's going on in the mm-hmm. markets is sure. very, very important to us because now interest rates are going up, and now it's not really making sense for us to temporarily borrow to save on issuance costs mm-hmm. because if the rates continue to go increase by a half or one percent now we're not saving any money in the right. long end sure so right now we've just gotten uh we're preparing again for this we're in a very good situ- uh, spot we're probably going to be doing the bond sale in may 26 um so it'll, it'll be all complete and the funds then come to the town and then Chris and I do a lot with Balance that. Balance the books and to, clear it out before June. To, so, yes. yeah, we, yeah. Right now, it, you know, uh, a premium is something that we receive. Uh, it's kind of a way to sweeten the deal, so to mm-hmm. speak. We can use a premium to pay issuance costs. Sure. Which, and sometimes a premium is so good, like last year, it actually went towards the uh, the amount that we borrowed. 
yeah. which reduced that. So sure. last year was one way, and every year it changes. Well, financial situations change on a regular basis. Exactly. <laughs> Anybody who's ever watched the market, it goes up and down. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there mm -hmm. are other implications. So. Right, and that's what we're dealing with right now, the market going up and down is mm -hmm. interest rates constantly changing every time right. they meet. And Fed policy yes. as well, because they yeah. control key pieces of the finance market. Mm -hmm. yep. And then that's where our AA-plus rating mm -hmm. gives us an advantage vis-a-vis -vis somebody else, because exactly. at least now when we come to the market, <clears throat> we theoretically should be able to pay less. So our cost of borrowing is less than somebody else right Good. our ability to pay back um is an, uh, you know favorable sure that's how they they look that's at how it they all of our financials yeah. so that's that's yes the better the rating the better the the lower the cost mm -hmm. so yeah yep, exactly and, and you know people will ask well how much are we saving being yes. how much more will we save being a triple a there are so many variables that go into it yeah. and the and the, these bonds are sold on an open market right. so there's bidders so it's like how much is this house is worth yeah. it's worth whatever it finally is it, sold for right? yeah it's you know? it, it could change within hours <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> And now, with the way rates are going, and they're escalating pretty quickly, mm -hmm. um, uh, Fed meets again. The in, beginning of May. In the beginning of May, <laughs> mm -hmm. we think that there's going to be another uh, increase. increase at that right. point. Yeah. Uh, if you think about it, if somebody's going to lend you money over 10 years, they're going to give you a better rate than if you. They're going to lend it to you for 30 because right. they don't want to be stuck mm -hmm. at a lower rate for, holding for, yeah. For, yeah. for another uh, 20 yeah. years. After that, right. if they know rates may increase dramatically, yeah. those bonds are going to be worth sure. less. Clearly, on so. both sides of the table, clearly we would like to be on the short end, yes, <laughs> paying less. Correct. They want to be on the other side to get that's more. Correct. So it's right. a negotiation piece. So we're even dis in discussions yeah. right now because they're increasing so dramatically, seeing how much we can afford to go a shorter term. Because mm -hmm. the shorter, obviously, right. I think is going to be a bigger factor than what our rating yeah, is. Yeah, cost-benefit analysis. Yeah, what's yeah, the, what's the ROI, and return yeah, on interest, yeah, et cetera, you, investment. You, you, yeah. You'll never know if you're right or wrong, Steve. So that's you the just, You, you do the best you can of the moment, and then just right. you got to right. sleep with it. Right. Correct, correct. Um, yep. But the you know interest rates have been low for a long time. Uh, people have short memories. Um, we, we there was a point where we were doing what was called refunding. Yes. Uh, because bonds we we had interest rates out there sure. five six seven yeah. eight percent mm -hmm. when rates came down. Absolutely. Um, there there's a there's a poison pill in most of these because a, an, a, a, an investor doesn't want to buy a bond and then have it paid off in a year. You right, know what I'm right. saying? So There's penalties. You have to, that, that, yeah. That's correct. Yeah. So, so it, um, we have advisors mm -hmm. that do those calculations mm -hmm. and will pull the trigger uh, once the the it, once it makes financial sense to do so, right. and we're legally able to do so. We'll we'll do that. We'll refinance them. You're not going to see much of that right. uh, for what we have mm -hmm. no. right now because we're we're our our bonds are already at some of the lowest. And rates. for a while they've been that because I think at least thinking back to the recording reporting that I've been doing, I think it was your predecessor, Jim Dacey, probably had the last refinance piece. Yeah, it piece. was the senior center, the fire station, and I think there was a, a deep, uh, it might have been in the DPW building or a school where they did the refunding, and those are almost now paid off. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. they were yeah. done in 2002. I think we just looked at them recently. Mm -hmm. We were kind of discussing them. So, right. Yeah. yeah, and we have a, quite a few projects that are going to be paid off which is another reason why you're looking at the borrowing that's also takes into you know how right. long you know it, the principal amount and the, the interest might be high, lower but the principal is more but we're only doing it for 10 years and mm -hmm. you know again that's another thing that's looked at all the time is future debt sure and what's dropping off and what's coming on the beaver street intercepted sewer looks great right now but in fy24 it's may it's, not it may not yeah. yeah yeah and i think debt capacity is another term that's been used from yes. time to time the council has a policy i think it's three and a half percent of the operating budget mm -hmm. yes. is reserved for kind of the debt capacity which is my understanding is kind of the interest payments or payments to support the debt that we have yes correct 
So it's kind of like an internal financing of a mortgage to her from a user's perspective, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, right. right. So from exactly. your operating budget, you're always paying something for that. That's And correct. thereby, if, if the overall debt starts dropping, that's coming out of the uh, operating budget, and you, you don't want to lose that funding capability. Right, right, Obviously, right. there's other pressures on it, whether it's school or police or fu- fire yeah, safety, sure. et cetera. They can use it, but if that's for debt, you want to be able to maintain that, too. That's correct. That's, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah, so uh, some of the other processes, uh, I talked about the recap, mm-hmm. um, that setting of the tax rate, yes. uh, the approval of free cash, um, and then there's various reporting that the uh, DOR wants mm-hmm. to know our results of operations. We have something called the Schedule A. Um, the uh, school department uh, does a very important report to the uh, to DESE, uh, um, um, Department of uh, Elementary and Secondary, Secondary Education, education yep. um, where they want to make sure uh, that the schools are being funded adequately. Correct. So um, uh, Miriam does a great job with that report, mm-hmm. and a lot of the town costs that are in our budget sure. are allocated. Uh, to the school department because mm-hmm. they actually pay for certain benefits of, yep. the, of the schools and even you know you take the finance department itself a yep. lot of what we do is for the schools sure. as well yep. you know including paying the teachers yeah. and yeah. so Wallers, some of that is allocated yeah Miriam has her separate office but clearly you've got yours but then I think technology effectively basically is funded under schools, but they provide technical support. It works the other way and as well. And then DPW correct. has grounds that support that's correct. <laughs> and buildings that support. So that, That's correct. Yeah. And so that's all done on something called the end of the year report, mm-hmm. uh, um, which shows that um, we at least met our minimum required contribution for right. funding, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So. so the overall town spends the money, and then you work the magic in between with Miriam's office and your office office to Correct. say, okay, these dollars are school dollars, these dollars are town dollars, and DESE gets its report to do what they need to do. Right. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then on Kerry's side, if you want to talk about, um, you know, generating the bills and, oh, sure. and what, ha- what that process is. Yeah. Um, so again, we work very closely with Kevin Do- Doyle, the head of assessing Assessors, the yep. Um, does he gives me a commitment uh, based on valuations and, and, and whatnot and the tax rate and uh, we then have a we send out 11,000 bills every real estate bills every quarter mm-hmm. um, and they uh, get mailed out and we have different forms of ways of making payments correct um, and this and makes changes in that process over time too yes 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 yes, yes. Um, the uh, the reporting and the efficiency now from uh, being able to upload a lockbox file or upload a file from online payments mm-hmm. has made a revenue be in the account sooner as well okay yeah so that's less manual thing. entry <laughs> yeah so that is one of the things that we are taught i guess as collectors to better your cash flow mm-hmm. is to use online payments in a lockbox company because of the funds are in your account sooner sure um so then i also work with uh department of public works because then we have all the utility bills and we also send them out quarterly but they're out by precinct Right. So, you know, quarter uh, Q1, I should say, um, commitment one, you know, Q4 is this groups of neighborhoods okay. and, and whatnot. And then we also have the, the companies, um, you know, Gorelick Farms, their water bill is, you know, sure. a, a big piece of our, you know, coming in. And, yep. uh, you know, Marsh McLennan uses a ton of water to, to cool off their their uh, computers sure. because they have a disaster data recovery site mm-hmm. over there. Um, and then motor vehicle excise, which Chris mentions about local uh, revenue coming in. Motor vehicle purchases is big. And mm-hmm. during the pandemic, people were buying cars. Yeah. Um, so if we did well. You know, I, I'm not quite sure with now again, things are changing. Yeah. People can't buy cars. There's no chips. There's that. No. Nope. So nope. it's just something we'll have to keep in mind and keep looking at. And that's why we look at those reports constantly to see where were we last year, you know, this year. 
you know, yeah. kind of compare and, and see what. And then factor in mm -hmm. the pandemic versus the supply issues versus it's a normal year. We can do this. <laughs> right. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I have a team of people that are constantly, that are there for everybody, whether it's on the phone or in person, because we have the in-person and- yep, uh, the walkthrough. Yeah, yeah, walk and the drive office. up, that was And the huge. drive up through the window, yes, yeah, yes. That was, that was a big deal for yep. everything, and uh, so they're, they're very busy. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. I think the online fee has been waived in some cases, yes. so you don't have to, you can actually save money by putting it online as opposed to putting it in a, in the mail, yes, <laughs> it would post it. We absorb the fee, yeah. the ACH fee, and uh, we're trying to offset that cost by promoting people to uh, go green, yeah. paperless. Sure. Because the cost of printing and mailing the bills, uh, we send a report now to the printers and say, okay, these groups of bills, have, they've decided to go paperless, so we don't have to generate a bill and mail it out. So there's a file that gets uploaded, mm -hmm. and you'll get a PDF version, uh, an email of your bill. Yes. So um, we're constantly promoting that. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been one who's nice plug. I've been one plug. of the early adopters you of that. I've always looked for the online payment yes. option, and I'm glad that they have continued to expand because. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've had the conversation with Jamie, too, and I think that's one of the keys where the town, respectfully, had been positioned to do an awful lot of online business anyway. And then those areas that hadn't, when the pandemic hit, they spun fairly quickly yeah. so that, you know, from an operations and thereby, oh, by budget perspective, we really didn't run into any major hiccups, knock on wood. <laughs> we were prepared to that extent. And clearly, there were still minor issues here and there. Somebody else needed a laptop. Somebody needed, still needed Sorry. to get into the office. I think the town clerk still needed to get into the office to do the voter registration applications, yeah. et cetera, because yeah. right. that's the only place the terminal is connected, is in the office. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no remote access for that. Um, right. Well, when we were locked down, I was she, in there. She was in there all day long. <laughs> That's the only way you, you know, know yeah. uh, everything. Well, doing, payroll had to be processed. Yeah. That's right. Accounts right. payable, yeah. Warren. So, so printing of checks um, and moving of funds sure. had to be done in the office. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's, that's just the way it was. So. Yep. Um, and then we slowly were able to come back in because of the way we were seated. And then because of the drive up window, that was, we were able to take payments and talk to people and yeah. you know take in voters have a conversation yeah. so everything yeah. came to that window at one mm -hmm. point oh sure you know anything so it was um it was it was interesting yes yeah <laughs> it goes to reinforce jamie's conversation has from time to time been government really is a service agency and yeah. that's effective what you do and that's a key piece of it's the window you're providing service yeah. right right yeah, yeah. Right. And that's what I say to my staff and or anybody else is our number one is customer service. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, that we take in the payments, we send out bills, you know, uh, but we're there to answer mm -hmm. questions and to help. Um, and the assessor's office and treasurer collector's office is in one one unit. Mm -hmm. um, and so you can we work across the constantly. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, they may have an, a, one to abate their their motor vehicle they mm -hmm. sold that car but you know you have to pay for it first right. or yeah. and uh you know our our residents that have questions on their property tax bills you know mm -hmm. once you don't have a mortgage and you're paying it yourself you have a lot of questions sure and again we we work as a team to, to answer mm -hmm. those so yeah. yeah i know back to the car briefly i yeah. tried to buy two cars we ended up buying one I saw the first invoice and it came in and we bought the car in November, the end came in December and it, I, it looked to me okay, it was the annual amount, not thinking it was only supposed to be the one twelfth. Oh. But then when I got the January excise tax, it was like, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> whatever happened between the dealer and RMV, obviously you were at the end, you issued the bill based upon the valuation, but the valuation was just totally out of bed. Mm -hmm. yeah, Even between sure. the two invoices, it was like, whoa! <laughs> so Kevin's office pointed me, go to RMV, they'll talk to you, and give back, yeah. put that through, and then, yeah, I ended up getting the check from you. So Yes. <laughs> it worked! It, it worked, work. but whoa, what a surprise! Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't buy that kind of car. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people bought cars in November, December because they're getting their set, they're getting their other bill right now. So yes. we have the very large uh, motor vehicle commitment that goes mails in February and is due in um, in March. 
-hmm. and that's over 30,000 plus bills. But then we have another commitment, um, which is fairly large. And again, it's those people that kind of sold or bought a new car at the end of the year. Ah, okay. Yep. So, yep. Um, yeah. and then that's when they come in with the abatements because you only had it for so long mm -hmm. and all that. So. So that just raises, too, you do have business cycles, although the day can vary amongst, what, one of three fiscal years. <laughs> sure. Yes. 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 So yeah. we do have business. You're right. A tax due date for real estate and personal property, mm -hmm. that's all hands on deck, and that's all we're doing. Right. Is, is answering the phone, processing the payments, and a lot of people would like to come in and hand you your payment and yeah. get a stamp receipt. Sure. So we're there and available, and then in between you have a utility bill mm -hmm. that might be due. Um, so there's always something going on, um, and then you have the occasional... Um, there, there were, one of the things that happened during the pandemic, because the interest rates were so low and everybody mm -hmm. was refinancing, we do something, a legal document called a municipal lien certificate, which basically uh, the closing attorney requests Right. And they um, that just shows the amount to your taxes, your assessed value, and maybe anything that could be outstanding mm -hmm. um, or utility bill that's outstanding. And then they determine who should pay for what portion, right. um, depending on the closing date. And one of the things we did, because we were getting so many, was we made them online. So we used Viewpoint. Okay. So we were one of those departments that, that shifted. we shifted. So yes. now they have the ability to do, to do either. But the volume of those was, you know, I was sending, um, reporting that in the annual report. I do that, and it mm -hmm. was just like a thousand more in that year than others. Yeah. It was just a lot to do. Um, we, we were heading in that direction anyway. Yeah. Uh, the pandemic definitely accelerated that and right. you know and we continue to to this day to mm -hmm. find out new ways to do things uh more efficiently sure um you know on the other end of it uh um i've always thought this was a good idea that uh people have laptops we had a, a situation this was before uh, i came to franklin mm -hmm where we had a power outage in the middle of a snowstorm right. and payroll had to be generated. Sure. So we, we had this one payroll person in there at like 10 o'clock <laughs> at night and uh, lines running up and down. If she had been able to stay home with her computer, the financial systems are all online. She could have worked from the comfort and safety of sure. her house. Yep. Um, so when this, and so I always thought all employees should. Mm -hmm. Have a laptop and a screen. Yeah. And so when they you know they bring it home at night with them, you never know. There might be a pandemic going to hit. And yeah. so what that did is it forced us into reality that, mm -hmm. that yeah that actually is a good idea. Yeah. So uh, the majority of employees now their computer is just one laptop. Mm -hmm. uh, and so should something happen, uh, the downside of that is I made Jamie feel better because he's, <laughs> he's like oh I got to call. You know, because uh, because of the snowstorm, and I said, "Well, look at it this way: is our employees will still be productive? They can still work from home." And he's like, "Oh, I never thought of that." Yeah. yeah. And from the employees' perspective, sure. they're no like, more snow days. "No, no more snow days." <laughs> no days. Because no. you can definitely no. still continue to work. Uh, yeah. Uh, during yeah. those times. Yep. So. And be productive. Yeah. For sure. That's great. For sure. <laughs> the other piece that we hadn't touched on, as I look, my, go back over my checklist, we did touch on an awful lot of the pieces in the natural conversation, which was great. Um, stabilization funds. Mm -hmm. Yep. We haven't touched on specifically. And those are by policy, although there certainly are some financial impacts as part of the. Uh, Bond rating, yes, the triple A rating, double A rating. It's a, that's correct. part of our overall financial picture. That's correct. Because um, if we yep. have money in the bank, then thereby we have an ability to pay that is better than somebody who is just you know cash in, in one pocket that's, out the other pocket. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and so they have. They used to just have all you all you. Cities and towns had available was a general stabilization mm -hmm. uh, uh, fund. Right. I believe Jamie termed the coined the term dust bowl or rainy day fund. Because, yeah, rainy, <laughs> rainy day fund. Um, but since then, the law has changed to allow for these specialized stabilization right. funds, and it's a great way 
to uh, you know uh, be physically conservative, and you got the money, you spend it. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't spend it. And right. you know we have the the turf fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, turf fields the, is the one. Fire trucks. Fire trucks. For example, when we bought the fire trucks, we used the stabilization money. That the, right. Yes. So that was. Yep. And then because we bought the two instead of the one, yeah. now we've got some leeway in terms of replacing it because we've got a little bit longer before we need the next one. We still need to do it, That's correct. but we don't have to do it right away. And that, that, was, that purchase was huge because there is a, a large supply chain issue right now. Especially. And, you know, and those were available. Those uh, the chief uh, had his ear to the ground. They were sitting in a was, waiting <laughs> to go. Sitting and waiting, and and you know, hats off. We have a great team. We you know we took action and uh, recognized it. And right after that, you know, obviously ballpark uh, within what forty five days, maybe sixty days like from something the time like of that. there's an awareness. Can we do this? Yeah. And the it value happened. of those went way up after we bought them. <laughs> we could have got a lot for those uh, six months later, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, having having those funds available, having the the land acquisition stabilization account available, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, ha- has been huge. And mm-hmm. then. The, the advent of the CPA passing. CPA was one of the other pieces uh, I was going to segue into. Absolutely, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that works. That's fine. Uh, it comes up naturally. Right, yeah. right, right. So that that also was uh, huge. Um, anybody that's for open space, and I don't know how you cannot be for mm-hmm. open space, this provides a steady source of funds right. uh, um, for, for uh, those purchases, mm-hmm. you know, um, because it's not you know yeah. it's otherwise you're going to be you know you're going to have uh uh it's going to be houses and uh uh you know and so forth no so, empty space no empty <laughs> whatever space. it is Correct. it's not empty anymore Correct. So. and then the other three uses clearly between housing and affordable housing in particular between yes. rent uh re- recreation expenses sure, and sure. new expansions etc and then historical uh, uh, historical preservation, preservation. Yeah. absolutely sure. those are Yep. All in, worthy in, causes. In Franklin, you know, yeah. I don't know any other town that needs it, you know, around here more mm-hmm. than Franklin does yeah. because we have a lot of historic properties. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, and uh, I think that we were fortunate to pass this at the time we did. Granted, it would have been nice to have passed it earlier. Sorry, that's gone. So we at least passed it and then proved it's putting right away with the Maple Hill purchase. But now as the cycle continues, we've already got a wish list of things that are going to get allocated potentially for the annual use of, we'll put this money here, put this money here. Mm-hmm. And then that'll also alleviate from the ops budget side. That's because correct. if we had spent that at some point in time, that would have come out of either ops or cap. That's correct. That's correct. It's only two. It's only two other buckets. Right? Yeah. 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 So that 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 is huge. Yep. Uh, so that's you know uh, I know we're talking about stabilization, but it's sort of a stabilization mm-hmm. fund if you think about it with a set, steady stream of. But a ste- and that's I think the key piece. Whereas the stabilization funds generally are it's our policy to input them, and then it correct. takes a three quarters, two thirds vote to move it out. But. Community Preservation Act, that's an ongoing piece. Sure. And then it also gives us the capability to bond against it as well. Well, Because it's a steady theme. Exactly. So the the land borrowing that we're uh, in the process of doing, the debt and interest payments will come from those funds. Right. Yeah, that's, so, yeah, that's, that's a big factor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sure is. Yeah. Um, also, there's the OPEB, uh, Other Post-Employment Benefits mm-hmm. uh, Trust Fund, which yes. is uh, significant in size. Um, you know, we we had a few good years there with the stock market, and mm-hmm. plus the town recognizes its responsibility to fund that. Right. And that's basically paying for, uh, you know, retirees, uh, 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 get 50% of their, their health insurance it comes through the town. Mm-hmm. And so uh, good accounting policy says we should be recognizing that expense now right. as opposed to kicking uh, it down uh, the road. Pay, pay as you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so that one is also of significant size and reduce. Uh, so I, I believe our, our OPEB liability is about $79 million. And over 10 million, uh, we have managed to save to mm-hmm. reduce that. You know, um, which which is you know, 
which is a, 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 large, a, lot. a large portion of yeah. it, one eighth of it. Yeah. You know, um, yep. that the. There's not a lot of towns that that, no. that have funded it uh, uh, as significantly as Franklin does. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. it's another it's, it's another use of the stabilization funds. And I think the there's an annual meeting where I think it's Dan Sherman comes yes. in and gives his analysis. And if people That's want correct. more details on OPEB, mm-hmm. dial back into certainly check Franklin Matters for the notes to figure out which meeting it was. Then you can dial back and listen. Right. Um, you'll get all the info that you ever wanted yeah, on yeah. that. That that. that <laughs> You will. He, he's an in, for an actuary. He's an interesting, interesting gentleman. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. And then related to that, uh, when I had started this again 15 years ago, for a number of years, OPEP was this big albatross, big albatross. And all of a sudden, the last three or four years, I want to say, there was a realization that once the Norfolk County kind of gets settled, we can take those funds to assist the OPEP funding. And thereby, it's less of an albatross. It's still an issue, but it's less daunting. It, it is. It, it, it absolutely is. It, that's a large expense of ours. I believe it's around $7 million. $7.1 million mm-hmm. this year. And, yeah. and, you know, we have no control over that. That's mm-hmm. the county. Um, and, and But, again, that's funding uh, uh, retirements which had the same issue, right? Uh, you know, people back in the 70s were retiring and getting a pension without ever putting anything in the system, right? And so slowly they said, "Well, this is this isn't good. We're going to run out of money one day." Yeah. And so then they started funding the retirement system. Ours will be funded in uh, 2030. Three, yeah, I heard 33, 35, something some, in that ballpark. Something like that. And at that point, those funds can re- be re-diverted and pay off the, the, the unfunded liability for the OPEB. Uh, we're, we, the Massachusetts as a, whole, as a whole is in a lot better uh, shape mm-hmm. because they, you know, they they were uh, adults about it. Sure. Uh, there are other other states and counties that are just you know underwater mm. because they 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 have a significant liability. Right. But uh, again, hats off to uh, the people in charge for you know uh, taking on the pain. Because mm-hmm. uh, like I said, we're in a much better spot. We covered a lot. Certainly the budget cycle, as it is, is an ongoing one with, as we talked, three budget years, the prior, the current, the future. <laughs> Lots going on as one adjustment requires something and then one of the others. The budget process, the workings of your groups, the workings of Board of Assessors and other financial en- entities, then the FinCom review and the budget hearings. And then the town council with the final approval. And oh, by the way, the school committee comes through with at least a request that gets at a line item level. Sure. And then they have a similar process on the school side of their school committee process, budget right. management office, et sure. cetera, et cetera. So. Yep. And we just, uh, we the successful completion of our, um, we just got our final audit report for, for FY21. Again, uh, we had two suggestions from the auditors. Okay, they, but no they, management letter. No management <laughs> letter, uh, um, and both both of them. One was we don't have a formal policy on fixed assets. Ooh, what okay. what the, what level do we determine it is a fixed asset? Oh, as opposed to how long to keep it. <laughs> uh, say would be related well, to how that. long to keep it, but. Uh, how how do we depreciate it? Oh, which is uh, related to it. Yes, yes. And, okay. And yeah. in uh, in a town our size, you'd be surprised at the threshold mm-hmm. before it's considered a fixed asset. Sure. I believe it's. I don't have a written policy yet. Yes. I it's still do <laughs> one, but but it would be about fifteen thousand dollars. So uh, some uh, ve- some vehicles. Would qualify. Some vehicles would some not. Equipment. Which and that's where. Yeah, some of I don't that know. Would... Vehicles is the right word, but equipment, well, certain yeah. equipment would. Well, that's what I was thinking. The vehicles, or... DPW, some of the lawnmowers, and some of the sidewalk sure. plows, perhaps, but maybe not. But the pl- the you know dump trucks and other vehicles right. would right. more more qualify. And the other the other the other item was even more innocuous. It's just 
we there, there's something called um, uh, uh, pronouncements that's put out by the Governmental Accounting Standards Board, mm -hmm. and it and they drive me crazy because they they decide okay it shouldn't be in this fund that account should be in this fund oh, and okay. so we have to you know switch Adjust everything around so this is just the auditors who advise us listen guys this is what you need to do next year so okay. it's not that was it that was even less of a it was question. not a finding it's just this right. is a heads up you that's need to correct. do this that's yeah. correct yeah. now finding is a term that's specialized to the federal audit mm -hmm. um, auditing of federal funds is another um, uh, uh, duty of the auditors mm -hmm. um, and that is intense because the feds want to know that that money was spent right. in accordance with the guidelines of the grants. I know, by the way, you've so. had some opportunity between the CARES Act and now you've got some opera funds coming in. There's another band of that coming in. So there's a bunch in that area. Yeah, and, it, and it's funny. I've, I've worn that hat before. <laughs> and I, you, you can... You can see the agita uh, <laughs> of, of our auditor that comes in because they have no clue. These are right. new programs. Sure. I mean, this isn't school lunch. Yeah. This isn't Title One. No. This is CARES Act, you know, and, and so the, the, well, the regulations. And so we're asking them, is this allowed? Mm -hmm. And they're like, we don't know. Well, and some of those guidances are changing. That's <laughs> so right. It's they're like constantly, constantly changing. Yeah. So that it, that's been challenging. Challenging, uh, and that continues to evolve. Um, uh, and so, they they did a request. It's funny because the the documentation is so sketchy that they gave us a request because they're going to look at the cares money mm -hmm. as opposed to the opera. The right, because opera is the, still too early in the cycle. That, I think for yeah, them to look at. That's correct. Yeah, we yeah. haven't spent any yet, so no. they're not going to yeah. audit that. Yeah. FEMA uh, is another source that mm -hmm. they, they sure. came out early. Yep. And so when they picked cares. They sent an email saying, can you send us an application or whatever you do have? Like, they don't even know. They don't even know what we had to do in order to obtain the money. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny. We're kind of uh, dictating the show here because they have no clue because it's just all new to everybody. Sure. You know, uh, it, it was rolled out in a phenomenal amount, uh, you know, short amount of time. Yes. Yep. Um, so you know that that's just another uh, major function that and we have to make sure that we cross our t's and dot our mm -hmm. i's with, the, with that stuff too because yeah. that's where you get findings right. uh, and something called question costs which uh puts a shiver down my back mm -hmm. when you think of it because you don't want question costs because you mm. don't want the government coming looking for their money sure. because um so yeah so i think just to summarize on that piece while you do your internal review in some cases almost on a daily basis periodically with jamie fincom periodically annual sure. reporting the auditor comes in yeah. annually to do its thing, right. never mind other agencies right. coming in. Correct. So there is oversight. Yeah, there, yes. there is. There, is. there certainly is a lot of oversight. Yeah. But the lack of management letter just shows um, we do our jobs well. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the town invests to make sure that we have the tools that we need. It hires the people mm -hmm. that are competent to do the jobs. Right. Uh, and it just shows the yeah. town has run extremely well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can attest to that. In my 15 years experience, I remember when auditors would come in and the management letter was multiple pages and then they started yeah. shrinking and now it's what, maybe a couple of years with no management, with letter. No management letter? So that in itself is a marker of the fiscal prudence that really has been generated, never mind the service that's still being provided to the town. Right. So, correct. Yeah. Correct. There may still be other issues. Oh, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. It's like, well, <laughs> let's at least enjoy what we do have. Right, yes. right. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for both for taking time. It made a whole lot more sense to me now as we've had this. If I still have any questions, I know we're going to come back. <laughs> For the listeners, if you do have any other questions, did, is there something we didn't ask? Let me know, and then we'll schedule some time to come back. But yeah. Carrie and Chris, thank you for spending time today, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Hopefully the listeners will as well. Thank you, Steve. And if I could just add one thing, if you could please... Please go paperless. Go paperless. Uh, yes, we would yes. really appreciate it. Yeah. Just and you can save money on the uh, on the transfer funds, right? Oh, uh, yes. for for the online payments that's as correct. well. That's so that's, that's why. And and we we're not even requiring it. 
You right. can you can no fee, and you still want paper. Uh, we're not requiring it. I don't, I don't believe our service provider will allow that mm-hmm. uh, tit for tat. Right. Uh, but we would ask you, you know, in repayment of us eliminating the ACH fee, you for pay town on loan for town and schools. For town and schools, the yep. student activities, <laughs> yes. uh, they don't pay any fee mm-hmm. anymore. Um, all we would ask is go paperless. Let's go good paperless. For the environment. <laughs> that's a, that's a good way to leave this. Go yes. paperless. <laughs> well, thank you again. And for those listening, we do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tin Type Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.